Hi everyone and welcome to another episode of IJD HTF. I just don't have time for close enough. Today we're talking about episode three slash four. Slash two. So this is how they do the episodes on this is quite weird because they technically call this episode two. This is two. But it's segments three and four. Right. So So from now on we're just gonna go we're just gonna say episode three next time. Yeah. Okay. So, episode two, which is segments three and four, which are called Logan's Run and Room Parents. So, if you don't know what Close Enough is, go back, listen to episode one. It's silly to start on episode two right. of this like podcast. But like, if you don't know, it's just a cartoon created by... J.G. Quintel. J.G. Quintel, who also created a regular show. So, and let's it's on HBO right Max, it. if you want It's on HBO it. Max, yeah. So, Logan's run starts off with Candace, which is Josh and Emily's daughter, going to her very first sleepover. So, Josh and Emily are like, oh my gosh, we have the day to ourselves. Like, what are we going to do? It's a kid-free day. So, then they do like this montage to um, turn down for what? And it's just them doing like all these different errands, like filling up the gas right. tank, doing taxes. They're like, just cleaning, like, oh my like, gosh, a free day for us to do whatever we want to do. And it's just adult stuff. Yeah, and then it ends with them like sitting on the couch in their snuggies, eating ice cream and watching TV. Which sounds amazing. Which, yeah. And then Bridget, the roommate, comes in and she's like, We're going to the club. I'm going to the club. And then she's like, You guys are old. You said to, yeah. to tell you when you get old, you guys are old. What time was it? It was like seven. It was, it was like, like 6 p.m. or it was something. Like 6 p.m. And they're like, The night is just beginning. Like, the sun just went down. And then they're like, oh, do you want some lavender nighttime tea or something? And the other roommate, Alex, pops out and he's like, did you say lavender nighttime tea? And, <laughs> and then, he's like 50, right? I don't think he's 50. He's but like I, older. He's like but, 40s. But yeah. I think he's probably like five to ten years older mm-hmm. than Josh and Emily. And he's like, did you say lavender nighttime tea? So he comes out. And then she's like, you are all old. Mm -hmm. And then it shows them like flashing back to all the things they do that make them old. Like drinking a huge thing of gas X and going to bed at like 6 p.m. And like all these different things. And they're like, oh my gosh, we are old. So she's like getting in the car and driving away to go to the club. And they like throw themselves on the car. And they're like, bring us with you. Right. Which Well, they like ran out last second because they were like, we are getting old. We need to... Yeah. it up. Yeah. So. so one thing that I want to point out is when they get in the car, they're like, oh, my gosh, we can go to the club until closing time and then go to the Bright Spot Diner and get chocolate chip pancakes, which I have been wanting to go to the Bright Spot Diner and get pancakes for years. Are they open 24 hours? Um. Well, they open really early for breakfast, I think, at least. Oh, cool. So, so we could drive down there right now. I mean, just kidding. Technically, okay, so, but uh, COVID, so yeah, probably not. That's true. So they go to the club with Bridget. Yeah. And they buy some really expensive shots. It was like $64 for four shots, which is a lot of money. But And then they forced them to do a 100% tip on like the checkout, <laughs> like it was the only <laughs> option. It's pretty funny. Uh, which it does feel like that. I remember we went to like a rooftop party once and. The drinks, Lindsay doesn't know because I I was. He enough. told me, weren't they but like they were really $28 per drink they or were something? Super it was expensive. So, so silly. Um, 
Then they uh, they spot a Bridget spots a famous YouTuber. Yeah, and she's like, I gotta go flirt with him because you know she's single and he's famous. Right. So she goes over there, and they're all like doing shots. And meanwhile, they see. An old guy. He's not old. He's like in his 30s, Well, right? before this, they show this huge montage of them having the craziest night doing right. shots. And then they're like, oh, man, we better go home. And yeah, it's like, cause they what time is it? They it's like 9 o'clock. They accidentally turn the lights back on. And then they're like, oh, man, closing or time. it's like 8.30. Time for those pancakes. And they're like, it's 9.15. Yeah. They're like, what do you mean it's only 9.15? <laughs> and they're like, we can't admit we're old. We got to stay and then they're like, can't hear each other, so they're yelling back and forth, like, my back hurts. Should we just call it a night? And then it's like, means- I can't hear anything. He's like, my back hurts. Yeah, and uh, we like, really like it at this point because I'm like, I can relate to that. I'm like, every time I go out, I'm out for like an hour or two, and then I'm like, okay. I'm just like, I have had a beverage and I'm ready <laughs> to bounce. <laughs> and I'm like, I had a couple of drinks, I danced a little bit, I'm yeah. ready to go. But I have a feeling we'll get to the point where we're like, we need to like, See if we can still party down. Maybe. I know when I lived in Germany, they were like, we go to this all night club and you go at like 7 p.m. and you don't leave until 7 a.m. Like it's a 12 hour thing. Yeah. Like it's just that's just what you do. And I remember being like, how am I going to stay up for 12 hours? And that's when I was 19. So what happened? Um... I mean, I went, I guess we stayed up for 12 hours, and then I probably slept for two days. You're like, no big deal. See, that's the thing. But now. I also wasn't drinking at the club. Yeah. Because I could have technically legally drank. I think I may have had like a beer or something. Sure. But I was chugging Red Bulls all night. Right. Because that was like my only way of staying up. And if at 19, I had a hard time staying up all night. So at okay, like 32, you would definitely have a hard time staying up yeah. all night. So it turns out that this bar is like psycho. It's a psycho bar. And it murders people over 30 by sending them into a fan. Yeah. So this guy in this red hot chili pepper shirt goes to the bar and he's like, yeah, dude, can I get whatever? And he's like, the guy looks at him and sees like all these signs that the guy is over 30. Like the shirt. And yeah. like the earring and like his wallet attached to a chain. And, and then all this he says stuff. something that just like sets it off. And then right? he's like, oh man, no, you're a VIP. You have to go to the VIP room or whatever it yeah. is. So he goes to the middle and they basically shoot him off into the ceiling fan and like cut his body up into a bunch of pieces. Which is pretty gruesome. And then everyone's just like, oh my gosh, we're all over 30. We need to like keep it a secret. Yeah. And then Bridget's talking to the YouTuber. And finds out he's only 26 months old. Yeah. Like he's, he's like, I'm 26. He's like and a baby like, oh, in awesome. like a... And he's like, months. And like, <laughs> he's just a baby in an adult uniform or... Like costume like, kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. So it's and, kind of, it gets a little bit out there, but And it's she's like, really oh funny. my gosh, I'm going to go to jail. And they're like, Bridget, we have to get out of here before they find out we're old. And he's like almost caught for being too old. Josh is at the bar because he's like trying to cash out. Well, then her. Alex gets caught. And then he, like, Alex is like, comes in, he's like, I'm tired. I need to go home. He's like, I'm old. I'm so old. <laughs> oh, he did say he was 40, huh? So he's 40, and the other characters are all like, what, in their 32, late, in 33? Their 30s, yeah. So, and so they have to save Alex at this point because they're like, oh, you're 40. Well, you know where you're going. 
Yeah, so he's, like, getting sent into the ceiling fan, and Josh and Emily are trying to pull him down, and it's, like, this huge thing, and then they, like, throw something into the ceiling fan, like, Bridget throws something into the fan, which, like, breaks the fan, and then he, like, falls back down, and then Logan, who was the owner of Logan's bar, is, like, oh, you know... In Logan's run, they had to get rid of all the people over 30, like, all the people over 30 died or whatever. And then they're like, that is a movie from 1974. Basically, the bartender is just, like, reciting stuff from 50 years ago. And so they were like, you are not young. And they, like, rip his wig off. And they're like, you're over 50. This guy's pushing 50. Yeah. So they, like, look at his ID. They, like, take his ID out and find out that... He's actually, like, almost 50. Right. And he's, like, pretending to be this young guy running this bar. Right. So, that's pretty much the end of the episode. Which, at the beginning of this episode, they showed part of this at the Comic-Con panel. They showed, like, the montage of yeah. them, like, doing the errands and stuff. And I was like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to like this show. Because, yeah. like, while they were doing the errands, they were like, making them look like they were in different sex positions basically for like every errand and they were like making it like a joke but it was like almost gratuitous like that montage was right but so, it almost, and giving but them then, the benefit of the doubt it was a new experience because of covid so it was like yeah. all online so they were just doing the best with what they so had so then at the time when i saw the clip i was like i don't know if that shows for me but seeing the clip in the full episode i enjoy it yeah so, so if you watch the Comic Con panel and we're like, oh, not for me, I recommend give it a shot. Watching yeah. the like the full episode versus just right. a clip. So the next part two is about it's called Room Parents. Yes. And Room Parents is what basically Josh is at his uh, daughter's school, and well, actually, it's not Josh that's at the daughter's school. It's Nikki, right? Josh and Emily. Or Emily, I'm sorry. Emily. And they're like, who wants to be the room parents? And the parents are basically like fighting to the death to not be room parents. Basically, it's like you are going to be in charge of um, collecting. Like all the fundraising. Yeah. So like nobody wants to be associated with that. And Josh basically walks in unbeknownst. Because he had to use the restroom. And then he meets Nikki. Yes. That's why I was saying Nikki. Yeah, yeah. And she wants to be a co-room parent. Yeah, so he Josh agrees to be the room parent. And Emily is like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? Tell them you don't want to. But it was too late. So then when they go to the car, Nikki is like, oh, I'm Billy's parent. Like... Do you want to be co-room parents? Yeah. Like, it's so sexy. Like, like But she's like being like... Overly, overly flirty. Yeah. And we're like, what? And then, obviously, uh, Emily sees this. And she's like, that's very strange. Yeah. But Josh is kind of like, I don't know, like, ignorant to it? Like, oblivalent or whatever you would call it. So Oblivious. Oblivalent. That's also a word. Oblivalent? Uh-oh. Yeah. Okay. So... Basically, like, he'd get a call where he'd be like, oh, Nikki wants to, like, look at fundraising locations or whatever. And he, like, went off with her all over town. 
And Emily's like, this makes me uncomfortable. So she gets... She, like, goes to the neighbor and gets the spy van. Yeah. Apparently her neighbor was CIA at one point. I'm guessing. I don't or know. Or something. Yeah. Yeah, so they're going around town. And they, like, see them at this hotel. And the name of the hotel they can see is, like, Sex Hotel. And she's like, oh, my gosh. And then, like, a van starts to pull away. And then you see it's called Essex Hotel. Yeah. And then the van pulls away... Like further, More. and then it's like Essex, Essex Hotel for having affairs. And like, that's whatever. just like classic. That's like classic. The creator of the show. Yeah. That's like his yeah. total style. So it was like witty and funny. And then when he comes back later in the day, she's like. Accuses him of being romantic with Nikki. Yeah. And she's like, I don't want you to co parent anymore. Like, this makes like, me uncomfortable. going on. And then, like, all of a sudden it hits him, like, everything that she's saying. He's like, oh, that is kind of inappropriate. I didn't even, like, realize that. So Emily's like, let's go over there and tell her that you can't go, like, room parent together. So they go over to Nikki's house. And he's like, oh, I can't go room parent with you. And... Then they find out that Billy, her child, is not even real. He's like a stuffed animal. He's a straw kid man. Thing. Like, yeah. yeah. It's kind of uh, indicative of the straw man argument. So, like, she built up a fake persona, right? Mm-hmm. And then, like, it turns out she's a criminal that's trying to steal all the fundraising money. Yeah. So, I guess, like, her gig is like going around and being co room parent and then stealing fundraising money and he's like that doesn't even make sense like fundraisers at most make 250 dollars she's like that's why i have like four things going at a time yeah like she's like hustling a bunch of schools in a bunch of different places yeah it's pretty silly and they have this epic chase scene yeah so first she ties them up and goes to the fundraiser and takes all the money but they like call like a uh postmates to get a knife and then they're like, we're all out of knives, so I brought you a fork. And they, like, like a cut the rope of, with the fork. There's, a lot of clever innuendos, mm-hmm. like, um, associated to modern life. Where it, That's where it kind of, like, very differs from his past work, where it's, like, in the past kind of thing. I feel like regular show was very, like, nostalgic, like, 80s, 90s. Like, oh, VHS tapes. Yeah. And, like, things like that, whereas, like, close enough. Is, like, very modern. Like, Postmates, like it these are the places like, you go when you leave a club. Like, right, it's like post uh, COVID, but yeah, th- right before COVID. Yeah, because they actually started this show in 2017, right? And it was going to come out in 2018, and then because of the buyout of Fox and Time Warner mm-hmm. and HBO, like everything got shifted around. So realistically, this was written a couple years pre-COVID. But it's still very modern. Like Postmates was a big deal. Like all of these restaurants, all of these clubs, all like everything they name is based off of something real, which is yeah crazy. Like <laughs> so, basically, Josh saves the day, saves everybody by like he grabbing like, the money and flinging her into like but a building. This fight was on a like. One of those little kid trains yeah, that like goes off the rails and then is on the freeway yeah. and they're having this big epic fight. 
and he finally gets it back. Well, Candace is also somehow interloped into this scenario. Well, because she was at the fundraiser, so they had to right. like, scoop her so, up. So, like, and... they were trying to make it, like, oh, it's like a kid ride kind of for her, right? Mm-hmm. It's almost like she's telling the story in a lot of ways. Yeah, so he finally gets the money back. He wrestles it away. She, she like, fought, crashes the train. What was the name the of train. the bu- building that she flew into? Can you remember? Oh, it, really it was, um, I don't want to say lasers. It was a something factory. I feel like it was, like, lasers or some something really right. funny. You oh, no, thermometers. Thermometers, It right. was, a, like, a digital thermometer factory or something she flew into, and it, like, blew up. Yeah, it was, like, hmm. But the funny thing is, on that like freeway they were on looked so much like the freeway we used to go on all the time near yeah. our house in LA that I was like, man, they got that highway freeway, I whatever mean, they down must have really found good. An artist that just lives in LA. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. So that's it for the episode. But he was asked to be room parent for life. Room parent for life. And he turned it down. But then they said too bad. Too bad. <laughs> all right. So that is it. For episode two, and we cannot wait to share episode three with you next week. And be sure to tune in later in the week for IJD HTF WandaVision. Ciao.